Friends, welcome to Morrisville Presbyterian Church as we gather to worship as God's people on this holy, holy night. The angel proclaimed, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. My friends, tonight we gather to proclaim this good news, to hear it, to sing it, and to embrace it as God's good news for each of us. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us, authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. On this Christmas Eve, dear friends, let us worship God together. As our Advent journey comes to an end, we light four candles. We light, we light the candle of hope. Daring to express our longing for healing, for new life, and for the well-being of all creation. We light. we light the candle of peace. peace. Confident that even where there is war and discord, whether it be between countries, within families, or within our own hearts, God is never absent and God is always leading us toward new possibilities. We light, we light the candle of joy. joy. Trust him that God created us for joy-filled hearts and lives, and that God has filled us with, with a joy that cannot be contained, but sh must be shared. We light the candle of love. Confident in the knowledge that God's love for us is greater than our, than our imagining, and that nothing in life or in death can separate us from God's love. Loving Say it loud. What is way? Good job. Loving and merciful God, though our Advent journey draws to a close, our life in you is only beginning. In our songs and prayers and worship this night, come to us, Lord Jesus. Be born in this night, in our hearts, our minds, our love, our lives. May the light of your life be kindled within us this night that we might share your light with the world. Amen.
Friends, please turn to your bulletin and join me in our responsive call to worship. Behold, I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. Behold, I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us, authority rests upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Behold, I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. On this holy night... Let us worship God together.
Let us pray. God with us, we make room for you this night of all nights. Room in our minds and our hearts and room in our life together. Let your word be born in us anew so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, your splendor shines in and through us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our first scripture this evening comes from the book of Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in the land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onwards and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. O come, o come Our second scripture passage comes from the Gospel of Luke. Listen for the word of the Lord. In those days a decree went out from Emperor Augustus 
that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David, called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. Continuing in the Gospel of Luke. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. For see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. 
And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace among those whom he favors. continue in the Gospel of Luke. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go down to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. This is the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Let us pray. Mighty God, the shepherds of old were full of your praises, saying that all they had heard and seen was mirrored by what they had been told. Move among us now with your Holy Spirit that we too might hear and experience the wonder and joy of your living word as we seek to welcome the gift of your Son. And to that end, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Well, friends, I am taking a page out of the hit film, Love Actually, because it's Christmas. And at Christmas, you tell the truth. I'm not going to lie to you tonight. I miss it. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything like the cookies you have been baking. I miss it. I miss Christmas Eve. I miss the choir. I miss the fanfare. I miss singing together. I miss you. I am grateful this night for the companionship of Alex and Molly, of Mark and Tim, of our tech crew, and dear friends who are playing bells through masks and foggy glasses, but I also miss you. I miss us. I miss being in this space with us. Being in this sacred space on this sacred night, singing sacred hymns that are knit into my being and dwell in my bones, I miss it. I miss the throngs of children that gather at the front during our four o'clock service, shouting at the top of their lungs, Jesus is born, before we all sing, go tell it on the mountain. I miss the choir and the descants at seven when I can rest in the beauty of our beaming choir and glorious sopranos in the final verse of O Come All Ye Faithful and I hear their voices soaring above the rest and a smile cannot help but break across my face and I know that whatever stress has led to this night, finally I am worshiping. I miss communion at 10 o'clock when we gather at the table and my tears just flow because we are in this sacred space. You are here, I am here, God is here, and we sing of that truth. The first Noel the angel did say, and we sing it and we hear it and we embody those words as we come to receive the bread and the cup. This is Christ's body broken for you. This is his blood shed for you. Born is the King of Israel. I miss it. I miss it so much I can taste it. I miss it so much I can hear you singing in my head. There is a yearning within me that is unsure anything will satisfy my lonely, isolated, masked, fearful, grieving heart. And so I find myself wondering, how will I possibly get to Bethlehem tonight? How will we get to all the things we're supposed to see and hear and feel at Christmas? How will we get to Bethlehem tonight and tomorrow if we don't have the things that help us get there? The things we love, the things we yearn for desperately in these days, if we don't have the choir and our candles singing Silent Night and we can't be in this beautiful sanctuary, if we don't have the pageants and the caroling and the Christmas parties, if we don't have every seat around our table full, if we don't have a spouse or a child or a friend here with us anymore, how on earth can any of us get to Bethlehem? And as I pondered this question, it wasn't lost on me that it was probably the wrong one. After all, Christmas is not about anything I have done or anything I can do. Christmas is about God's decision to become human, to come to live among us. Christmas means God chose to come to us, to become a part of our world. Bethlehem comes to us. 
in a baby born at Christmas who is Emmanuel, God with us. God does not need me to make my way to Bethlehem. But it's Christmas. And at Christmas you tell the truth, and the truth is, I miss it. I still yearn for the fanfare and the descants and the choir and the hymns and Bethlehem as I have always known it. I miss it. I had hoped I might get there by another way, but alas, it has been harder than I imagined, and so I find myself standing in the middle of this Advent and Christmas road, empty-handed, heavy-hearted, yearning to journey onward, but not sure how. Looking back on where we've been, hoping for encouragement to journey a bit further. And as I've challenged myself to look back on where we've been, there's one thing that has stood out to me. Week after week on this Advent road, every time I left worship, the same tune was stuck in my head. He came down that we may have hope. He came down that we may have peace. He came down that we may have joy. Hallelujah forevermore. For those of you who haven't been with us throughout Advent, this is the song of response that we've sung every week after lighting our Advent wreath. He came down first that we may have hope and then peace and then joy and then love. He Came Down is a hymn in our hymnal, but it is a Cameroonian chorus that was popularized for Western churches by the Scottish song enlivener John Bell. Back in 1986, Bell was at an international meeting in Germany when a group of Presbyterians from Cameroon formed a circle and broke into a singing dance. While moving counterclockwise, they beckoned with their hands as if to call Christ into their midst. He came down that we may have love. He came down that we may have love. He came down that we may have love. Hallelujah forevermore. At which point the leader called out again, Why did he come? He came down that we may have hope. And the song began again. And on the surface, it's a simple hymn. One that when compared to other hymns in our hymnal, we might suggest there's not much to it. It's a simple song built on a simple lyrical scheme, and yet as Carl Daw describes it, its power is that it's meant to be anamnetic. From the Greek, anamnesis literally means to remember, and yes, I realize a Greek lesson on Christmas Eve is perhaps not what you had in mind, but bear with me. Anamnesis literally means to remember. Yet it is much more than simple mental recall of an event. Anamnesis calls the community to remember the past to the present, to bring these historic events to bear on the now and make them part of our story. When Moses tells the second generation of Hebrew people about to enter the promised land, not with our ancestors did the Lord make this covenant, but with us, who were all of us here alive today, that is anamnesis. When Jews continue to proclaim at Passover Seder, we were slaves to Pharaoh in Egypt and the Lord our God took us out, it is anamnesis. When the Christian community celebrates the Lord's Supper in remembrance of Christ, it is literally the Greek word anamnesis. 
and on a night like tonight, as we stand at the doorway of a stable, unsure how to fully get where we long to be because so much feels like it's missing. Perhaps this year, more than any other, stripped of the fanfare and the choral descants and the large crowds, perhaps we are called to turn to something that on the surface seems more simple than we'd prefer but at its depth calls us to remember who we are. To remember who God was and is and will always be and to remember that God came down to this earth as a tiny child years ago so that we today in the midst of the chaos of this broken world that we today might have the hope and peace and joy and love that is God's alone to give. It's Christmas, friends. And at Christmas, you tell the truth. And the truth is God did not come down for descants and candles and nostalgia and all the secular Christmas we shove into this sacred season. Why did he come? Tonight we add, he came down that we may have light. A light that the darkness of this world can never overcome. God came down that we might not only remember that light coming into the world all those years ago, but that we might know the hope and peace and joy and love of that light breaking into our world even today. So instead of asking how can we get to Bethlehem tonight as if we have to do anything at all to receive its gift. Perhaps the better question, the question that invites us to really tell the truth at Christmas, is how has God come into your life this year? How in the midst of, and perhaps even in spite of this painful, roller coaster, chaotic year, how have you still, against all the odds, been reminded that God loves you? How have you known the hope and peace and joy that God longs to give you? How have you known a light that the darkness can never overcome? Because that, friends, is how we tell the truth on this night. A child came into the world centuries ago so that today, today we might know the love of God. It's a simple song with a simple lyric on a far more simple night than we might prefer. But at its depth, it calls us to remember who we are. It calls us to remember what this night is all about, and it calls us to remember who God was then, who God is now, and who God always, always promises to be. He came down that we may have love. He came down that we may have love. He came down that we may have love. Hallelujah forevermore. Why did he come? He came down that we may have light. He came down that we may have light. 
He came down that we may have light. Hallelujah forevermore. Amen. was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and without Him not one thing came into being. 
what has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. Let us pray. Jesus Christ, holy child, glory of God revealed. By starlight we first saw your face, now by candlelight we sing your praise. Though the night is long, you are our hope. Though the path is dark, you lead the way. You are the song of the angels, the treasure of our hearts, and the glory of God among us. In the darkness of this night, remind us of the light of your love. Call us to worship you in the places where your love is born anew, where kindness prevails, justice flourishes, and peace reigns. By your Spirit, help us to shine with the brightness of your truth and share the warmth of your great love, so that all may believe, rejoice, and give thanks, for you are the light of the world. But first, O God, hear our prayers for the needs of this world, for peace and justice on earth, for the unity and mission of the Church for which Christ died and especially for his church in our country and this city. And because Christ particularly loves them, let us remember in his name the poor and helpless, the cold, the hungry and the oppressed, the sick and those who mourn, the lonely and the unloved, the aged and the little children who Jesus called unto himself, in his name we pray for peace and healing wherever your world is broken, wherever violence and injustice reign, wherever your children are in pain. And we ask that we might follow Jesus faithfully and so become answers to our prayers for peace on earth, goodwill for all people, and wholeness and well-being for all creation. No matter where we find ourselves this Christmas Eve, O oh God, remind us that we find our home in you. We rejoice that you make stables sacred, ordinary people vessels of the holy and shepherds and angels, the first witnesses to the inbreaking of salvation. Good and gracious God, on this holy night when all things in silence lay, you gave us your Son, Emmanuel, God with us. By the light of your love, draw us into your divine mystery, so that among the straw and the stars we may find the one for whom we have waited and carry the light of your love into all the world.
beloved church, he came down that we might have love, and by the tender mercy of our God, love has broken upon us. Light is given where once there was darkness and hope where there was only death. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in deepest night are lit up with a brilliant sight. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. The spread of his influence and of his peace will never end. Therefore go out into the world with great joy and the grace of Bethlehem's matchless child, the love of the God who never ceases to amaze, and the fellowship of the Spirit who never wearies, will be with you this holy night and forevermore. Thanks be to God.